When God created the world, he brought about four very distinctive seasons to mark the changing weather patterns. We know these seasons are spring, summer, winter, and autumn. Now, each of these seasons are very distinct, bringing on a very different weather pattern. Um, and these weather, these, these, uh, these weather, the weather would dictate different activities of our day. And we talked a little bit about this in our conference last night, but uh, not too long ago, we were an agrarian society, meaning that we would be farmers. Humans were farmers. And depending on what season we were in, it would actually dictate the work that you did. Right? So depending on the season, so spring, you'd be out there sowing the seeds, summer, you're harvesting, autumn, you're cleaning up, and in winter, you're resting. Now, it's not as sort of clear-cut for us now because we live in a different society, but there, there is a clear difference of activity in season. Um, and also, something that um, I didn't know because I'm, I'm, I'm quite naive and my wife will tell you that I'm very sheltered, is um, I didn't know that in different parts of the world, this is going to sound so dumb. No, I've got to say it. It's okay. This is why you guys love coming to our church because the bar is so low. <laughs> it's, uh, right? Did you know? Did you know that? Now, we can't tell very much because we live in Sydney, but around the world, depending on different, like where you live and depending on what part of the year it is and what season you're in, did you know you get different amounts of sunlight? Right? Everyone's like, oh, duh. Right? <laughs> Right. Now, once again for us, right, it's like, I don't know what he's talking about, right? So I looked up Denmark. I don't, know, I don't know why I looked up Denmark out of all the countries, but I looked up Denmark. In Denmark, right, so summer in Denmark is in June. June 21 is the longest day of the uh, year. In Denmark, they have 19.6 hours of sunlight on the 21st of June, which means they only have 4.4 hours of night, Right? We had a friend who just came back from Paris, and it's like 9 p.m., and it's still sunny outside. And, and they were telling us it just messed up their kids sleeping because the kids are like, go to sleep at 8 p.m., and they're like, but Mr. Sun has not gone to sleep. Why should I go to sleep, right? Right, anyway, I learned this like a day or two ago, right? The amazing thing is how precise and how distinct each of these seasons are, and how it affects our day-to-day. Now, this isn't obviously, this is created by God. And in Ecclesiastes um, chapter 3, verse 1 to 11, it reaffirms this idea that the creation is from God, and that time and seasons are given by God for different purposes and for different activities. Now, I'm going to read these verses, and the big theme for today is this. It's not just about seasons, but it's asking the question, how do we pray in different seasons? How do we pray through the seasons? Okay, so I'm going to read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 11, and as I read this, I want you to take it in, and I want you to, th- I want you to think for yourself, what are the relevant seasons that I'm listening to? 
that I'm hearing? What, what are the seasons that I'm in right now that are relevant to me? Okay, here we go. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 11. There is time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Amen. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And that's the way God has created the world. It's amazing. Now, once again, there are seasons in our lives that all of our activities can get characterized under. And depending on what season we are in, as our lives change, the way we pray, the way we connect with God, and the way we speak to God also changes. Here's the bottom line. God is in every season of our lives. God is present in every season of our lives. And so our prayers to God must be constant because God is constant. And yet, just as there is a time and a place and a season for all, our prayers also will change. They should change. And so we're going to go through the different seasons and we're going to learn how to pray through them today. And while we do this, I want, to, I want you to really consider what are this, what's the season that I'm in right now? What's the season that I'm in right now? And hopefully, through today, you'll learn how to pray in that season for you. Let's start with spring. Spring is a season of new life. The warmer weather starts to bring about nature, plants, and animals back to life. It's a season of new beginnings, new adventures, new opportunities. Spring is also the season where you leave the cold winter behind into newness. Now, here's some scripture that describes spring. Psalm 1 verse 3. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Song of Songs, chapter 2, verse 11 to 13. See, the winter is past, the rains are over and gone, flowers appear on the earth, the season of singing has come, the cooing of doves is heard in our land, the fig tree forms its early fruit, the blossoming vines spread their fragrance. Arise, come, my darling, my beautiful one, come to me. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. 
in the season of spring, in the season of newness, the prayer that we pray is we ask God for clarity of what is before us, clarity of what is what we're meant to leave behind in winter and what we're meant to hold on to. It's a season where we need to know where we need to be investing our energies and our efforts and know where we're meant to be planting our seeds. It's a season of entering into new spaces, which brings about excitement, but also a little bit of anxiety. And so the prayer is this, God, help me to see what is new. Help me to see what is good. This is the season of spring. Then we move to the season of summer. Summer is a season of celebration. Summer is when the flowers are in full bloom, when the fruits are all um, blossoming, where we get to experience the brightest and longest days. Summer is the mountaintop season. Some scripture that describes summer, Psalm 100 verse 1 to 5. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us. We are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Psalm 118.24, the Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice and be glad. Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always, I say again, rejoice. What's the prayer in summer? It's rejoice. It's rejoicing. It's saying thank you. It's a prayer of gratitude. It's a prayer of giving back the glory to God who has given to us. As we get to experience goodness and as we get to experience the high and highs of life, it's about sending that message back to God and saying, thank you for giving me what I'm experiencing today. See, it's easy to sit back and just enjoy the season of summer. But if we do not give credit back to where credit is due, just like God gave us the summer season, He can take it away. So we give thanks and rejoice that God is good. This is the season and the prayer of summer. Now we move to autumn. Autumn is when we see the leaves of the trees start to change color in the most vibrant ways. Autumn is also the season where animals start to prepare themselves for the colder season ahead by either beginning a season of migration or beginning to get ready for hibernation. What's autumn? Autumn is a season of change. Autumn is a season of transition. And with transition and change, it brings about anxiety and it brings about fear of the future and of the unknown. What does my future look like? What's my next step? Where do I go from here? This is the season of autumn. So how does the Bible help us to pray through autumn? Psalm 25, 4. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. (coughs) 
excuse me, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be a well-watered garden like a spring whose water never fails. Deuteronomy 31, 8, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. What an amazing prayer to pray when you're in the season of autumn, when you're not sure you know things are changing. You know change is coming. And it might be a relationship. It might be a work. It might be health. In that season of autumn, what we're praying for is guidance. God, I don't know where we're going. I don't know where to go. But Lord, would you lead and would you guide me? Just like we don't know the exact timing of when the leaves will change color and eventually fall off. In the season of autumn, we've got to learn to trust God's perfect timing and guidance in our lives. In our anxiety and fear of the unknown, we must hold on to what is known. And the only thing that is constant is that God exists and God is for us. So this is the prayer in our season of autumn. Uh, winter. Winter is the hard season. Let's just call it what it is. It's a season of chaos. It's a season of crisis. It's a season of desolation. It's a season of emptiness. You know exactly what the season of winter is because we've all experienced this season. And for some of us, even right now, we are in this season. Winter is a season of isolation loneliness, suffering, and pain. Whether due to external circumstances, things that have happened to us, or whether due to internal decisions that we have made for ourselves, the season of winter can feel long, hard, and too much to bear. So how do we pray through the season of winter? Psalm 77 and, and, and I'm going to read verses 1 to 12. This is how King David prayed through his season of winter. I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about former days, the years of long ago. I remember my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful has he in anger withheld his compassion? Then I thought, to this I appeal, the years when the Most High stretched out his right hand, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. This is David's prayer. 
Isaiah 41.10, do not be afraid for I am with you. Do not be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. In winter, our prayers become cries. In winter, when we experience winter, it's not pretty nicely worded prayers that we're worried about. It's cries out to God for help. It's pretty simple. We cry out to him because so many times we cannot deal with what is in front of us. The pain is too much. The suffering is unbearable and we do not have the answers. In every area of our lives, we can experience this winter. And when we do, we pray and we cry out because as we do, we remind ourselves that God is still there. That God is not absent during the times of winter, but even in our hardest days, God is with us. And when we don't have the strength to keep going, when we don't have the energy to continue on, God will hold you. God will sustain you. This is our winter prayer. So spring is about newness. Summer is about celebration. Autumn is about change. And winter is about pain. But actually, there's one more season that we uh, don't experience in our, in our natural world, but we have that God gives to us. And it's the season of waiting. I believe that God gives to us a season of waiting. And now this season may happen between seasons. It may happen within a season. But it's the season where not much is happening. There's no change. There's no real celebration. There's no pain. There's nothing new. It's just this bland season where not much is happening. But can I tell you, and if you've been in this, you'll know, it can actually become one of the most frustrating seasons that we experience because nothing is concrete. You know, you look outside and you go, it's hot today. I'm going to wear shorts and a shirt. You know, you look outside and go, it's raining today. I'm going to take an umbrella. Have you ever been have you ever been in a situation where you wake up and you look out and you go, I don't know. <laughs> the sun is there, the clouds are there, it's raining, and it looks like it's snowing all on the same day. Wait a minute. Are we in Melbourne? <laughs> That's a joke. Melbourne, there's no sun in Melbourne. <laughs> right? But it, it, the season of waiting can be one of the most frustrating seasons. And it's because we also don't know how long the season of waiting can be. For some of us, we're in that season right now. We're like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know how long this is going to go for. Some of you may be in a situation, whether it be your finances or your work or your relationship, where it's neither this nor that, nor hot nor cold, nor black nor white. And it's this like ambiguous season. And I think that's a very real season that we all experience in our lives. And the question is, how do we pray even when 
nothing is happening. It's, it's in this season where sometimes we even question God's existence or we feel like his voice is absent. Uh, a guy called Samuel Chadwick says this, a season of silence is the best preparation for speech with God. So how do we pray through a waiting season? Psalm 27, 14, wait for the Lord and listen, be strong. Let your heart be strong. Yes, wait for the Lord. 1 Samuel 12, 16, now stand here and see the great thing the Lord is about to do. As we wait for God to lead, for God to correct, for God to open doors or close doors, the prayer is for patience. To wait and to not lose heart. See, so many times in the season of waiting, we become frustrated. And so what we do out of that frustration is we don't go to God and go, God, I'm frustrated, which is completely okay because God can deal with your frustration. But what we do is we lose patience and we try to force ourselves to make something happen when it's not the right season. See, here's the thing about the seasons. You cannot force an activity that does not belong to that season. Right? In the middle of winter, you cannot go out to fruit trees and, and be frustrated about why is there no fruit. In a season of newness, you can't sit back in your home, sit in front of the fire and take a time of rest. There is activity that is due in that season. But when you, when you go against what is meant to be happening in your season, right? it's not going to work. If you've been alive long enough, you will know this. When we try to force the hand of God... In our lives, when we try to force something that God is withholding or that God's trying to do and we try to stop that, it doesn't end well. In the seasons of waiting, we've got to learn to be patient and let God move. Friends, just like the seasons change, and just as our lives Change with these seasons. Our prayer must also change as well. So whatever season you're in, and I think that's the question, right? That's the first reflect, reflection question, right, that you'll talk about in your life groups. What season am I in? So many times we don't even stop to think about this. We just live, right? We just live in whatever is, you know, just do whatever is in front of you without actually thinking, what's the season that I'm in? But can I tell you, if you don't think about the season that you're in, you might be doing something that is not in season. It's not going to end well. But just as the seasons change and as our life changes, our prayers also change too. Yesterday in our marriage conference, that was the theme, like, um, you know, the seasons of marriage, just like these seasons. There are seasons in marriage too, good and bad seasons. And it's about working out what season you're in. Sometimes, but because of the chop and change, sometimes we can lose heart. Sometimes it's like, God, I'm so confused. Am I in summer? 
Am I in winter? Is it change? Is, do I need to go forward or do I need to go back? Do I need to wait? And sometimes that can be really confusing. But there's one thing that doesn't change in amongst all the seasons. Even though everything else can change in our lives, the one constant through every season is this, that God is there. God is present in your season. Now, God can be saying different things to you in different seasons, of course. But the one constant is that no matter what season that you're in and you're experiencing, whether it be a good, a hard, or an easy season, God is present. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. This is one of my life verses. God gave this to me when I was 16, and I've been holding on to this verse my whole life. And it says this, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So friend, what season are you in? What are you experiencing today? It said for some of us, we look out and we see the sun, we see the birds chirping. Can I tell you, if you can hear birds chirping, most likely you're in a season of spring and summer. Right? And during those times, it's about, God, give me eyes to see what the newness is. And God, let me praise you. But for some of us, you, you haven't heard birds cheep in a while. And every time you see a bird, you just want to punch it. <laughs> You're probably not in spring or summer. <laughs> right? You're probably, you may be in autumn. You know, you might be in that season of transition or change, or you just might be in winter. Or you might be in waiting. Right? But as you know what season you're in, your prayers will change. And the beauty of our God is this. There is not a single season or a single prayer that God will not receive. He will take it all. He will, he will take you where you're at. You know, there are sometimes, and I've heard this, and luckily not about our church, but there are sometimes, there's this myth that, that God only loves happy, holy people. And so it's like, you come to church and, and, and everyone's like, good. Everyone's lives are great. And you're like, oh, I don't feel like I belong here because I feel so sinful and so unholy. And so let me just, you know, you know, bud my cigarette out and then walk into the church, right? Like, but God, is that is completely false. That is not biblical. That is not the character of God at all. God is not looking for happy and holy people. He's looking for people that desire Him in whatever season they're in. In whatever you're going through in your life, whatever season that you're experiencing, God, He's right there. He's right there. He will be with you wherever you go. Therefore, do not be afraid. 
Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous as you walk through your seasons. So the two questions are this. What season are you experiencing right now? And depending on that, how can you be praying through this season? Let's pray.